Okay, are you ready to read to me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pa, uh, what do they say? Mm -hmm. When they're together, they say, oh. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By itself, it says A. Mm -hmm. E. And these two together say shh. Shh. Ast. E. 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 What did they say? You said, poor Doreen, a fishy tail. In the deep, drowsy waters of a long, winding creek, an ample, roundy fish called Miss Doreen Randolph Potts is swimming along on her way upstream to visit her second cousin, twice removed, who's just had 157 babies. It's a lot of babies. But oh dear. What do we see? A trap. <clears throat> a trap. What kind of trap? Oh. A fishing trap. By the water's edge, a fisherman wearing a coat the color of the sun and a great blue heron wearing a coat the color of a stormy sky with a neck shaped like an S for spear, are fishing. Oh, poor Doreen, yes. She better be careful. But do I want to be better careful? Doreen better be careful. Doreen doesn't see them. Through the glittering water, she spies only a dragonfly darting and dancing deliciously above her. Oh, lucky me! Goody, cries Doreen, a lovely snack for my journey. And she glides to the surface, her mouth gurgling out into a big, round O. For open, of course. In one giant oop, Doreen swallows the dragonfly whole. But, oh wait, but, except, wait, it's not a dragonfly. Oh, poor Doreen, no. It's a hook. And it's not a treat, it's a trap. We have a mm -hmm. And the one thing you're not is lucky. This may be the most awful day of your life. Worst, it may be your last. The fisherman arches his back into a sea for catch. The great blue heron braces for his dinner, oh dear. The end of the line that holds the hook, that holds the dragonfly, that holds Doreen, speeds through the water, closer and closer to the fisherman wearing a coat the color of the sun, and the great blue heron wearing a coat the color of a stormy sky. Whee! Cheers, Doreen. What a remarkable swimmer I am. I'll be with my cousin in no time. I will. Let's sit close together like this. The fisherman jerks the line, raises his fishing pole high and back, gives one final pull, and yippee, cries Doreen, I'm going on an outing. Oh, dear Doreen. No, no, you're not. You're going up and out 
and down, and now you're doing a big belly fish flop at the feet of a fisherman wearing a coat the color of the sun and a great blue heron wearing a coat the color of a stormy sky. The skillful fisherman carefully removes the hook. How delightful, gasps the poor foolish fish. A little rest on my journey. Oh, poor Doreen, no. It's not a rest, it's the end. No sooner is the hook out than the great blue heron launches from his lookout, exploding into the air, unfolding his wings into a great flapping W. For watch out. Yes, watch out, Doreen. You're about to be eaten. From under the fisherman's very nose, the great blue heron snaps the fish up and swoops off into the shallows. He struts about on those long stick legs, holds his hair, his head high in the air, yes, and puffs his chest out into a great big P for proud. Where's the P? There's the P. See his chest comes out, and then his legs go down. It makes a big P. Do you see P and have P P out? Oh, no, not that kind of P. The letter P. And with a mouthful of amply roundy fish, he takes off. Oh, bravo, thank you, kind sir, cheers the unfortunate Doreen. How considerate to escort me on my journey upstream. The great blue heron has never had a fish dinner thank him before. And sir, Doreen asks him, are you by any chance? And what made her ask this we shall never know. An egret? Oh, help, poor Doreen. Asking a great heron if he is an egret is as bad as asking your teacher, mm, are you by chance related to a poisonous toad? When the fish-eating machine hears Doreen's ignorant question, he has to set her straight, has to open his beak to snap, oh, good gracious, madam, I am no such thing. And in that instant, Doreen slips from his jaws. Plunging and plummeting and twisting and turning and woo, look, she cries. I'm flying. Look at all the Doreens. Look at all the Doreens. Oh, but poor Doreen, no, you are not flying. You are falling. She shouts. Oh, I just didn't even know that I could fly. Oh, Doreen. No, you really can't. Swimming through the sky and bloop, into the glittering water the fish falls. Far from the fisherman wearing a coat the color of the sun and the great blue heron wearing a coat the color of a stormy sky, back into the deep drowsy water at last, curving, arching, weaving, rushing upstream in a beautiful S for swimming. Oh, wonderful, she cries. What a pleasant journey I have had. The surface of the water grows smooth Hi. once more. Hi. How are you doing? Very well. The great blue heron flies off so no one can see him blushing. And so it was that a fisherman lost his catch, and a great blue heron lost his dinner and his pride. And a little girl heading out with her fishing net saw only her papa heading home wearing a coat the color of the sun and no sign at all of a great blue heron wearing a coat the color of a stormy sky, or an extremely rare southern bell ample roundy fish called Miss Doreen Randolph Potts, who, 
was at that very moment having a marvelous reunion with her second cousin twice removed and her 157 babies and telling them the most incredible high-flying fishy tale no one would ever have believed in a million years if it weren't true. Can we read another book about... I want to read another book mm-hmm. about well, I pick a blueberry. Oh, you want to read one about blueberries? Okay, we can find one. 